All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Systems of Wealth podcast. I am your host, your founder, your CEO, your all-around swell guy, Noah Cronfly. Today, I am joined by a very special guest of mine, Jazdeep Singh. Jazdeep, thank you so much for joining me today. Of course, man. Really appreciate you. Really appreciate you. Appreciate your time. You have been somebody that has stuck with me uh, through quite a a bit of ups and downs in my career over the last, uh, I'd say, 12 to 18 months. Uh, And today in this first episode, I want to use this as an opportunity basically just to, well, one, provide a quick background on myself, uh, explain the origin story of how you and I met, um, the creation of systems of wealth, and really just like the goal of the program and sort of the intention behind this podcast and what, you know, what we're doing in here um, in the first place. So just uh, to start again, I, as, as a background on myself, I am a marketing and kind of operations guy at heart. Um, first thing I learned was Facebook ads back in the day. It's funny. I always think about like my, the very first guy that I ever really consumed information online was from a guy named Mike Chang. This was for like losing weight online. This was like, man, back in probably 2015, 2016, but he was a, um, somebody that like got kind of like outed as like a scammer. He was selling like fat burning products that like really were not doing a very good job. But then the guy that I learned like the first from internet marketing was Ty Lopez. It was like his Facebook ads course. And he's got a bunch of flack around him as well. So I always find it so funny. Like my origin of learning online and consuming information online was from two guys that like aren't necessarily um, people that, you know, are, you know, held very, you know, to a high status essentially. But um, that was back in 2017. I was 19 at the time. I learned Facebook ads and then um, hired a mentor who helped me get my very first client, Scott Shang, hopefully to feature uh, Scott at some point on this podcast as well. Um, At the time, like I was, let's see, 19 about to turn 20. And I always say like, I was playing business owner. Like I really, I thought I knew what I was doing, but of course I didn't. My idea at the time was like, great, I'm going to get 10 clients that are paying me 1k a month and I'll have, you know, 10k a month recurring and I'll have a six figure business and I win, you know, and <laughs> it was, uh, it's funny to look back on that now and just understand all the different nuances that came in. But I think I did that for, let's see, like seven months. I launched in like February of 2017. And then by the end of the year, I had no clients. I had quit my valet job that I had. Scott like was working with me for a while. And then he had like a, a change up in his traffic. Something happened with like the back end of his analytics and lost like half of his traffic overnight. So he couldn't afford me anymore. And of course I quit my, my valet job to go all in on being an entrepreneur and then quickly found myself with no income. And I was like avoiding haircuts at the time, just cause like I didn't have any money to pay for it. And then end of 2017, beginning of 2018, right when I turned 20, I got a full-time job basically because I knew Facebook ads. Shout out to Jeff Combs and Craftwork. Hopefully I get to have him on this podcast as well. Um, But basically I got the job because I was the only one at the agency or at that e-commerce agency at the time that knew how to do advertising online, like actually knew the skill of Facebook ads. Um, And quickly became sort of like point of contact with all of our clients. I was sort of, you know, being groomed by Jeff to sort of manage our internal operations And I would say that really gave me like a very, um, you know, quick uh, growth and sort of my professional skills, I would say. It just put me in like a very, you know, um, a fast pace and high, you know, actual professional environment to deal with real budgets and real campaigns and real clients. I mean, we were working with Playboy and the John Wayne brand and some, you know, PBR and some big beer brands at the time. It was really like, there's a lot of responsibility. And I was still running my agency on the side. I was still doing, you know, client work on the side just because, I liked it. I enjoyed it. And I loved like the, the ability to do Facebook ads on the side and then use what I was learning for my own clients and bring it to the agency and have it like with a bigger budget. And, you know, it's, it was also a different sort of advertising of like, I was doing services on the side for like 
you know, yoga studios and professional studios. And we had actual e-commerce and selling products. So much, much different approach. Um, but I did that for about a year and a half. And then in the middle of 2019, I left that job just because I was feeling burnt out. And I, I knew deep down that I wanted to run and power my own thing. And I just, I felt like I have this one client that's paying me 3k a month and I'm giving him, you know, 40 hours a week. And I have, you know, this other client that I do, you know, work for a couple hours a week. That's paying me, you know, one to 2k a month. Like, why don't I just do that and kind of multiply that a little bit more? And then again, I kind of went back into the consulting and I would say at the time too, I learned from um, Perry Marshall, sort of like the 80, 20 of like your time. And that like, I'm earning 80% of my, you know, monthly income doing like the 20% of these activities, right? Like I knew my highest leverage skill and what I was getting paid the most was for the Facebook advertising and managing that. So I was like, you know what? I need to pivot back into that. So around that time, thankfully, Scott, my very first client came back around and rehired me and helped me sort of transition out of my full-time job. So Scott put me on a retainer and I was doing Facebook ads and we built like a really big realtor referral partner there. Um, one of my original mentors got me plugged into another agency that I was doing, you know, kind of point of contact with. Um, and then I reworked my full-time job into just doing consulting work for him, for, for Jeff and the, in our agency. So quickly I went from like a full-time job to like, you know, doing pretty well as like a consultant and, um, and, you know, had a very nice recurring business going. And this was going into 2020. And I remember feeling at the time, a little bit like I had hit a ceiling, like I had capped myself somewhere of feeling like, okay, well, I'm still only scaling me, scaling my time still. And I felt it of like feeling, man, I can't add any more clients because I don't have enough more of my time to go around. Like I'm still, it was almost like I was working full time for like two or three different people. And so I was, you know, I was feeling that a little bit and I didn't know really what that was going to kind of turn into. And then in the beginning of 2020, Thankfully, I had Scott who, you know, was who had hired me and really has become an insane mentor of mine over the last couple of years. Um, he brought me to a Perry Marshall roundtable event in San Diego. And one of the this was again, this was like a month before pandemic hit. So one of the questions Perry asked or presented to all of us at that roundtable was like, what are the things that can happen that are basically, you know, like can a, you know, basically dry, not dry up your business overnight, but like what are the big kind of blinding variables? Um, you know, that can really leave you in a very vulnerable position. And at the time, like, I don't know if you remember, like the great hack was coming out and yeah. Cambridge Analytica and all that stuff about like, you know, advertising online and like, you know, how they abuse just like data during like the, you know, political, you know, all the elections and stuff like that. And it like really freaked me out because I realized like, man, my main skill that like I get clients and like, is just Facebook ads. Like Facebook ads was like the only thing that I knew. And I was like, man, I'm relying on this one platform if they go away, which at the time I really felt like something like a big shift was going to happen. I was like, man, my, my skills are done. Like I don't have anything else. So I quickly, quickly realized like, man, I need to diversify and I need to just like get better. Like I need to grow my own skills. So I, at the time learned, and as you know, Jesse, this is what brought us together was funnel design was building landing pages. And what I loved about that service offering was that it was so different from Facebook ads, right? Like Facebook ads, it's, it can be difficult sometimes to quantify the results when it comes to the, come to that market, especially with like a certain niche and maybe a client that, you know, sees that we're paying, but doesn't see the results right away. And that can be, you know, I found myself just like managing kind of the customer service rather than like providing the service. And so landing pages, I love, cause I was able to charge a little bit more high ticket for the very first time. I'd never experienced that before. And also it was like, okay, I pay you 
And then you leave me alone for, you know, two weeks while I work on this landing page and then I deliver it and then it's done. Like that was beautiful to me. And I was able to have some recurring and some retainers, you know, with some consistent clients and then do some funnel designs kind of on the side um, just to supplement the income. And again, it got me in the position of charging a little bit more high ticket, having some, a little bit more of like a productized service rather than just scaling me as my time. Um, and that really led to learning like what happens after a click, like what happens after someone clicks on an ad? Like I thought for the first couple of years of like what I was doing, like that was end all be all, right? Like I didn't really realize like conversion and optimization and what was happening on the back end. And then when I learned landing pages, I was like, oh, there's a, you know, there's a, a there's a difference between the traffic that's coming to these pages. You know, what happens after opting in on one of these pages and the email sequences, all that stuff. Like I was just, I remember thinking at the time, like, I'm just so curious to understand what the back end of a seven figure online business looks like. Like, I just want to know what that's like. And as you know, Jessica, I had the, you know, I had the luxury of, <laughs> or the experience of getting to, you know, actually be involved and do that. So that is, that leads me to like, let's see, we're in the middle of 2020, like pandemic is hitting. Um, I am struggling very much emotionally, financially, my life is just up, down all around. Um, but I think in times like that, like it, it really does, it, it presents an opportunity to, you know, take a really hard look at what you're doing and ask some very difficult questions and, and start to like expand out what you think and how you plot like your targets, like over the, you know, over the, over the, like, you know, what, what's coming in the future. So I remember at the time feeling like, um, you know, again, I, I, I have these different, you know, these different ideas, but I just don't have the, the type of leverage that I'm looking for to be able to actually implement and do it at a higher level. And so one of my original very first mentors who helped me get Scott, you know, as my very first client, he came back around in the middle of 2020 and was living in Vegas at the time. He's like, you know, digital entrepreneur, digital nomad, like is really living at, you know, a very high level. And I went out there and we basically hit it off that first weekend, like really, really connected. Again, I had known him online for a couple of years, but never really had met him in person. Um, I had purchased, you know, like a lot of his training programs. And so we met in, you know, met in Vegas in person, loved it. And he invited me to actually go out there and live with him and a couple other buddies that he was living with in like a entrepreneur kind of style house uh, in Vegas. And of course, my initial reaction was no, like, I'm not ready for this. It's very uncomfortable. I can't afford it. I don't want to do it. Like that's always like me being not a homebody, but just like someone that like I, my initial reaction to most things going out or doing something is no, it just sounds like such a hassle, you know, like, I don't want to go out. I don't want to do all that stuff. I don't want to, I don't want to, don't make me do stuff. But thankfully I have a very um, supportive, you know, um, family and friends, you know, that network around me that, you know, I think that's something that entrepreneurs struggle with a lot is finding that community and feeling heard or understood or having that support. Um, and I feel very, very grateful that I can, you know, really, really honestly say that I have that in my life. I think it's, you know, I, I know it's definitely something unique that not a lot of people can say. And they really did push me. They were like, I think you should do this. I think this is a really big opportunity. So I did it. I moved to Vegas in September, September, yeah, September of 2020. And like, basically was just immersed in everything that I'd, you know, everything that I'd ever been looking for. Like, it was just a fire hose of information. Like I was overwhelmed by how quickly I was getting answers to the questions that were defeating me and stumbling me for the last, you know, four years of like pursuing entrepreneurship. Like it was the first time I was ever around somebody, shout out to Danny Tran, um, who was legitimately doing hundred K a month in his business. Like I had never been around somebody doing that before. I'd never gotten a chance to actually see what it looked like day to day, how he thought, how we, you know, how he approached things. 
you know, I was able to obviously get grow closer with my business partner at the time. Um, and also meet another, an amazing entrepreneur, like one of the best that I've ever seen, uh, Felix, he, who is just an, an amazing when it comes to getting access to capital, how to allocate capital, like seriously has, has made such a big impact on me and my, I would say like growth and financial literacy is a big, big part of who I am and in the business that me and my partner ended up building. Um, so then I came back to California after those three months. Was living with my parents and was like, okay, I need to get out of, I need to get out of the bear den. I need to, <laughs> I cannot, I cannot stay here. Um, and at the time, my first client, Scott, had moved from here in Huntington to Austin, to Texas. And I told him that I was looking to move. I just, I wasn't at the point in my business with the, you know, the consulting business that I was still running on the side and then the new business that I was building with my partner. I was just wasn't making enough money to live on my own here in California. It just seemed like such a daunting thing to do. Like, I just, I don't know, for whatever reason, like, my, my, my mind would just not allow that to be a reality. So what did I do? I picked up and I moved all the way to Austin in, let's see, May of 2021. I basically, I packed up my car and I just went, I went out there in March for the first time and didn't really like it. I was just like, why is everybody so stoked on Austin? I don't understand it. And I ended up finding like a, an area of Austin, a little bit North of downtown called the domain that like reminded me of Southern California and was just like everything that I was looking for. And the rent was just like, right, you know, right in the area of what I was, you know, what I felt comfortable to afford. So I forced myself, I basically was like, okay, whatever I can fit in my car is what I own at this point in my life, which is like, it's, it's strange. It was like a spiritual, almost like ceremony, like shedding weight of stuff that like I didn't own anymore or like I just clutter and it like externally I, I cleaned it up and internally I felt clean and I picked up and I moved and I moved to Austin and in May that that month we launched uh, with my other partner we launched unlimited leverage which some of you may be familiar with me of you know that was a similar financial consulting company that basically was teaching people how to get access to credit liquidate that credit and use that, you know, use the money that you're getting access to, to create passive income streams through crypto. My partner was super, super deep in DeFi, extremely knowledgeable. One of the best at articulating, you know, very complex and, you know, and, and to me like complicated subjects. Um, and that grew and took off very, very quickly. He had a very engaged Instagram audience and already positioned himself as somebody to be, you know, an educator online. And in about six months, we had done like 250 K in revenue completely organic all through his Instagram, you know, we were doing high ticket coaching and, you know, a service offering at the time. Um, and by, you know, November of that year, like we were crushing it. And I was, you know, basically thought like we were positioning ourselves to do seven figures, you know, this year, like the following year. And unfortunately, without getting too much into detail, I'm sure that's a question that'll come up at some point in the podcast. And we can definitely go deeper into all of this, because I think there are a lot of learning lessons. And obviously you and I, Jess, Steve, have dissected that a lot. And, you know, it's part of why I enjoy, you know, coaching with you so much is like, you get to just see the raw, real, like, this is the, this is truly what, what can happen and what happens in business. And like, I've never held anything back from you. I've always just been so upfront of like, this is where it is. And I just think like, again, I know, you know, everybody's situation is unique, but I think there's lessons that you can take from, from me and the, my approach and how I do things that obviously will have a big impact on you as well. And so my partner and I decided to part ways in November of last year. I think that was like really when, um, you know, we, we decided to do our own thing. And the last like couple months, well, like right away, I pivoted back into just doing the consulting business again, which I've always had, like I've always, and something that I've always told you, like I've always just had that consulting business and it's never been something that I've advertised online. 
all my clients have always been referral word of mouth. I think it just comes to like, I've built strong relationships around me. Um, and then people know like the work that I do. And honestly, I don't like, I really think why that business is good is just because like, I am consistent, I'm stable, I'm disciplined. Like I say what I'm going to do and I do, and I deliver for my clients. And I mean, not to you know toot my own horn, but I think I'm good at what I do and I provide good results, you know? And, and also like, I do provide like a level of consulting, like on a sense of like, I'm obviously I'm hands-on doing actual work. Like I'm building an ad campaign or I'm managing, you know, follow-up systems, whatever that might be. But I also obviously interact and coach with my clients as well. And I help them, you know, work through, you know, a complex issue that they're having in their business or how to, you know, pivot or how to navigate or how to, you know, develop an offer, whatever that might be. Right. So I think that's really powerful. So I pivoted right back into doing the consulting business and that took off, you know, really quickly. It was funny because I was just reaching out to a lot of mentors and asking them about like, what should I do now? Now that I got, you know, cut out of this business, like, what should I do? And I, I sort of had it as like an idea, but I didn't know if it would actually work, but that led to them hiring me. Like I, me approaching them of just being like, Hey, like this just happened in my business. Like, have you ever experienced it? What's your advice? And that just created like, and just spawned new ideas and new partnerships. And thankfully, like, you know, they, some of my, you know, some of the, my mentors like bolstered me on to their own, you know, kind of projects that they were working on and, you know, felt that I would be valuable. And so, yeah, that retainer, you know, business like multiplied and, and exponentially grew in like over a couple months. It was insane. But I knew for me, like that, that business that I had built with my partner was like a, it felt like a playground. It was like everything that I'd ever learned and a skill that I've ever cultivated, I got to use all at the same time, like with client and account management, building marketing funnels, like managing kind of like the back end finances and like, you know, and, and then talking about a, a topic that we we're both very, very passionate about of like building wealth, investing, allocating your capital, you know, how to actually set financial targets and sort of like the philosophy behind money and how money works. Like that's just always been something that is so interesting to me. And so that's really where we find, um, you know, the birth of systems of wealth was over the last couple of months this year, I invested into uh, shout out Taylor Welch with um, traffic and funnels, wealth in disguise, so many brands, he's just absolutely crushing it. Um, and there's been a massive uh, mentor of mine. It was really the first person that I'd ever invested five figures into, geez, I guess this was 2019. Um, he like offered to do, it was like the first time he'd done it in years, like group coaching and I had taken a little bit of money from that exit of that partnership last year. And was as soon as I heard the offer, it was like five or six coaching calls like every other week. And I think it was like 10K. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm in. So I jumped in really with like, I didn't even have the name yet. I really didn't have an idea. I just knew that I wanted to build a program around sort of the financial consulting piece. And I would say this is when you and I pivoted away from, because like, you know, I mean, our, our initial coaching, and I told you when, when we talked, was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I've never coached before. Like, I don't, I don't know what, I don't have, I don't have a program or curriculum to do for you, but I can definitely give you advice and I can, you know, guide you through what I've done up until this point. But I would say like January, February this year, we pivoted more towards the actual financial stuff. And thankfully you have been my guinea pig and my, um, <laughs> my test subject for a lot of this information. I really appreciate you for that. Um, but investing in Taylor, like he helped me flesh out a lot of this idea and has been hammering me over the last couple of months of basically being like, you don't have enough clarity. You don't have enough clarity. You don't have enough clarity. And it's forced me to get deeper and deeper into what I feel like is, you know, actually the, the, the program and the offer that I want to, that I want to offer. And so that is where we find systems of wealth now. And I've gone back and forth 
on systems of wealth a lot of like, is this, and you know, this Jess deep with like, I mean, I've, we've rebuilt these funnels. I don't know how many times, but I would thought, okay, am I going to do this as a high ticket service? Am I going to do this as a, as a, you know, a lower tiered course? Like, how do I want to position this? How do I want to do this? And I think at this point, like where, where I'm at with it is, you know, of course I want to charge more and the price is going to go up as systems of wealth. But right now, like this is the idea behind it, really like the goal of the program is like, I, I wanted to present the information about money and finances and investing in wealth that I have found to be extremely valuable that I've been able to, you know, basically curate and distill down over the last five or six years of me pursuing this, of being around, you know, high level entrepreneurs, financial professionals, just people that I've asked a lot of questions, me actually doing a lot of this work and starting to build, you know, kind of my internal financial systems. Um, and now to be able to present sort of like a packaged up information of what I feel like is very, very valuable. You know, that's kind of the one piece of it. The other piece of it is like, I wanted to provide, you know, some support and, you know, an ability to like come on on a weekly basis and get answers to your questions, which is essentially what, what you and I have been doing for so long. And then also like, I have the actual financial professionals to connect people with, to actually go in, you know, whether it's building, you know, a 401k or a Roth IRA, or you want to get a life insurance policy, you want to invest in crypto or real estate or get access to capital, whatever that is. I have those professionals, you know, in my network, in my back pocket that I can connect you with right away. If you are unsatisfied, I have no issues guaranteed. Like you get your refund. I, I'm, I am not one to, you know, be misleading on that. I am not one, like I am putting myself out there as far as a podcast. And now we like, I have actual reputation that I can, <laughs> that can, that can hurt me and come back at me. So that is not something that I want to hide, you know, from like the price is not something that I'm, you know, trying to hide at all. Like it's 1k get started. You're in great. You're a lifetime customer. I guarantee I can get you, you know, 10 X your value, whether it's helping you make, you know, $10,000 more over your lifetime or saving you $10,000 of making a bad mistake, or just putting you in contact with the right people that are going to help you put, you know, the right plan in place to, to retire and get to that point. So, um, that is the systems of wealth. Now, the goal of this podcast and really what we're doing here is a few different things. I mean, I am a big consumer of podcasts. I really love, and this might sound strange to people, but I love comedy podcasts. I've always, always been a, such a big fan of stand-up comics. And I've watched the podcast revolution of what they've been able to turn this into, of like how it has impacted their stand-up careers, the, you know, how they sell merchandise on the back end, but also just like the, you know, the platforms themselves of building them into like, you know, media companies and businesses. And, and I love the Tom Segura is like a big, big um, mentor, not even a mentor, but just like a model, like a, someone that's inspired me of just being like, I want to control my ability to produce and publish the, you know, the content and, the, and be creative in a sense that nobody can tell me what to do. Like, I love that so much. I think that's so valuable. I think it's so powerful. And I've watched what he's done with your mom's house, your mom's house studios of doing live shows of building his podcast, like, you know, uh, the channel into like a network and producing other people's shows. It's just amazing what they've been able to do. And I think it's such high leverage. I think it's really, really like a powerful media platform and being somebody that has never posted online. I found it so difficult to just like get in front of the camera and talk. I know I'm doing that right now and I've been doing that the whole time, but like, you know, it's easy because you're on here with me, but you know, that's, that's a big part of it. And the other part of it is like, I want to build a library of conversations of people that I have found to be so valuable and important to me in my life. And I can point at it and be like, look at what we have, look at what we did and then use this almost as an opportunity to just like 
say thank you to those people and build that library of conversations. And also, of course, like, I think these conversations are going to be so valuable. Like, I think having like the people on here and, you know, having these open conversations and just free flowing of talking about money and business and ups and downs and, you know, how it's affected their personal life, like the real, like the rawness behind, you know, what's actually, you know, what's actually happening in an entrepreneur's life. Cause I think we see the, we see the effect, but we don't always understand the cause of what got them there in the first place. So I think that like that exploration of that is very interesting to me. And again, you know, the way that I am with you, Jesse, like, I don't, I don't hold back. I don't like to do the fluff. I don't like to, you know, pontificate. I don't like to generalize. Like I've always liked to just give you the very, very rough and raw realness of this information. And so that's what I, you know, that's the goal of the podcast. Um, so I know I just ranted for a really long time and I want to give you an opportunity a little bit to just give me like, you know, just share a little bit, like what the impact, you know, coaching with me, the information that you've found, like inside of systems of wealth, you know, just speak on that a little bit, you know, for you and your specific, you know, kind of situation and just your life, you know, and how, how you've, you know, found yourself at this point. Of course, man. So, uh, I entered the whole, uh, entrepreneur space, uh, knowing that I wanted to make some kind of income, but, uh, uh, once I obviously had that kind of income, I wasn't really sure, like, like where my future was going in terms of like the finances I want to have, the financial security I wanted to have. And basically like, I don't want to follow the whole path of like what I knew my parents were doing and everyone mm-hmm. was doing. I knew there was some kind of truth to the fact that there was some kind of um, work that has to be done towards financial freedom. And I didn't really know well, what my future looked like. I just knew what I was doing down here. So that obviously bought me a lot of discomfort and anxiety because there's so many ways to figure out this stuff. But when I'm at Noah, he really distilled it down to really what is important and what you should know that brings out the truth in your personal life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that truth that comes out within the personal life really is the, the North Star, which leads you to working and creating towards that uh, financial plan and freedom that that really is in work all the time. But the staple of that idea is basically what is driving anyone forward. Um, basically, working with Noah, of course, he taught me the realities of uh, the market and basically the real way to actually build wealth, not like how you see it everywhere, passive income everywhere kind of thing. Um, he really like showed the way that uh, that he's learned it. That he that he's has hyper awareness of the markets and the uh, the investment vehicles that he does. So he bought me a lot of a uh, comfort and uh, basically mm-hmm. a lot of a uh, instilled confidence in my future, knowing that there is a system that is set up for me that I can set up and obviously fund and basically basically build the machine and basically keep basically keep it uh, um, fueled. Uh, so basically, the machine, in a way, basically helps you um, work on your business, focus on your business, and build quality wealth and the right way in terms of actually getting an ROI in a certain amount of time and um, basically investing in the right vehicles that aren't going to take away from you, but also give you a high PY. Hmm. Oh, yeah. dude, I love it. That was really, really powerful. Seriously. Like, that's exactly what it is. I think it's like, it's starting with, identifying and sort of making like what financial freedom or independence is like, make it real, make it tangible. And it's different, you know, how we define it, obviously. Like I define retirement as like, 
I'm, I, I am choosing to work if I want to, right? Like I have the total freedom to do it. And essentially that's where we're at at the end of the day, right? Like we were after freedom and control over our time. And so defining like, you know, and again, you touched on a little bit, like people throw around the term passive income a lot and especially online business of like, you know, building a, building a business that, you know, allows you like the automated and earn passive income, but like you and I both know, like there's nothing passive about building a business. And honestly, at this point, like, I don't want my business to be automated. Like I want to spend my time growing and building this as an asset for myself. Like I, as I've gotten deeper into just like understanding ownership and equity, like this is a big part of like what I do, but like understanding that and exactly what you said, like there's a, a system that we can set up. And what I love about it is like you set it up once and it's essentially done. And what you're doing is you're just feeling the machine with that kind of that gas is just your cash. Like it's your cash flow. You're just giving that machine and the engine, the gas it needs to just power. And when you have the assets and the structure and the system in place, you basically have that like whole, like the, the, what's it called? The um, example I've always used with you is think of it as like a tree. Think of like a tree with like deep, deep roots. Like that's essentially what we're building. We're building the roots that are invisible to most people that nobody is really ever going to see, but that's what gives us the peace and the harmony and the confidence to make these decisions and make this, you know, approach and to understand like over the long term, like you might not see this growth real, real quick, but man, through the power of just compound interest and having like your asset allocation set up correctly from day one, it, it's done a few things. It's also given me like more confidence to go and grow my active income just as my relationship with money grew. And I, I, I had real targets and I knew what I was doing. Like when, you know, my, my, and I've told you this, like from 20 to 25, like I figured out how to do, you know, kind of like 10 K a month, right? Like six figures a year, 25 to 30. I want to figure out how to make, you know, a seven figure business, right? Like do hundred K a month instead of hundred K a year. And those are big, different questions that requires like a different action, a different mindset. Like it's, it's almost like I'm feeling like I'm starting from the very beginning. Like it's so different. And to, it's the same sort of thing with building wealth, like going from someone that's like, I want to be a millionaire to someone that's like, I want to have $3 million of working capital properly allocated that is earning me 10% a year and, and, you know, in interest and APY. So I can take, you know, 4% of that to fund my lifestyle. Like that's a very different defined goal. And when you understand that and you have that bigger overarching goal kind of defined, then you can go back and be like, okay, this is what I need to do on a yearly, monthly, weekly, daily basis. And then you start to see that like, it's all just one big machine. Like I, I've always used the the analogy of comparing it to like a marketing system, right? Like, you know, you have, you have your paid ads and you're driving that traffic to a landing page. And on that landing page, you have a CTA and on that CTA, you then you have like follow-up sequences and then you're, you know, you're getting to a sale. It's the same sort of thing. Like I'm driving, you know, the cash flow that I'm earning from my active income streams into my kind of operational bank account structure. And then through the power of just systems and allocate, you know, and automations, I'm able to just take that money and not rely on my willpower and my emotions to invest, but I can rely on my systems to then take that money and allocate it properly for the long term so that I know that I'm already taken care of. Like my wealth is like long term is already taken care of. And I've talked about this with another buddy of mine, Clay, who I hopefully get to feature on this podcast in the next episode. But we talk about like the sequence and kind of the system of what it takes, like, you know, to get into the position of building wealth. Like, I think first and foremost, and I've told you this so many times, like, first and foremost is skills. Like you need to cultivate and develop skills. Like that's how you extract money from the marketplace is providing value. Like that's the, that's, what's going to draw that cash and that cash flow and that money to you. Right. It's building skills. And then I think it's creating a surplus of capital. And my favorite way to do it. And what I preach is building a consulting business or freelance business, like having a skill, being a funnel designer, being in Facebook ads, 
graphic designer, video editor. Like there's just so many, there's so many options. There's so many, so many different ways to do it. So create that surplus of capital and then allocate your money in a sense where you're just taking care of your long-term wealth building, right? So like, you know, maximizing some of these, you know, tax deferred accounts, whether it's a Roth IRA, again, none of this is financial advice. I am not a licensed financial professional. So please consult with somebody before you take any of my, none of this is advice, but I understand the system and I can, I can speak to what I, what I get to do. And I am, have no control over what you do with your time or with your money. Um, but taking care of that. So like, you know, talking about the right al asset allocations of like, you know, how does real estate play into that and, and, you know, your stocks and your life insurance and all that good stuff. Like that's sort of the next step is like kind of dissecting into that. And I think the next step after that is placing some kind of higher risk asymmetric bets. And I've done that through the crypto asset class. So taking like small amounts of money, well, that's relative, but taking, you know, small amounts of money and placing my bets of what I feel like, you know, really could pop off and, and possibly make me, you know, and turn into a very, very, you know, sizable amount of money. And then beyond that, I think it's like buying kind of like the passive income. So like buying other businesses that are creating cash flow or buying yourself out of your business and kind of investing into that, um, you know, buying real estate and, and other kind of bigger properties. But like, there's definitely a sequence to follow. And once you understand it, once you have the goals, you have the targets, you kind of have that down. You can pick, you can pinpoint, like I can see like, okay, I'm right here in this system or in this sequence. And this is the right things that I need to do again, based on where I am at, what my goals are, what I want to be doing with my time. And again, that's different for everybody, but you know, it's taken me obviously, you know, a good amount of time to get to the point where I feel like I have a good grasp on this right information. I have a system in place that's already allocating it for me. And I think it, like, it helps me come back to like my business now and think about, okay, like all I need to do is just fill this machine with as much cash as possible. So how do I do that? And that has forced me now to come back to like my kind of front end, what I, you know, what people see. And I'm looking for higher leverage and better ways to just generate more income. Like, I don't want to, I like people poo poo active income. And I have no, like, I don't understand. Like I am so, I love work. Hard work, like is the goal at the end of the day, like this is what it is. And I've, I've said this to you many times, like financial independence, financial freedom, financial harmony, whatever you want to call it. Like it is a feeling and it's a destination. Of course, like the, we define the destination as my passive income exceeds my monthly expenses, you know, on top of being able to pay for the taxes off of the yield and the interest that I'm earning. So that obviously is like a very, you know, it's, it's a concrete kind of goal, but that number of what it takes is different for everybody. If you, if you want to hint, basically just take like your monthly expenses times it by 12 to get kind of a, a yearly, you know, idea. And then times that I think it's like by 25 and it gives you like an, like a, you know, a real number, or you can divide it by 0 0.1 or 0 0.01, something like that. Uh, I just don't have my notes in front of me right now, but like I said, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's brought me back to, okay, how can I increase the amount of leverage that I need in my business? And how can I just like, how can I do what I'm doing now to fund this kind of back end allocation system? And I can get to the point where like, what I'm doing on the front end of my business, like I already feel like I'm getting to spend my time on, like, I don't know what else I would spend my time on. I'm not going to curse right now on this podcast, but you know what I always tell you, what the else would we do with our time? Like, what else would we do? This is it. So like, if you can really honestly say that and you feel that and you have that in your business, you win. Like essentially you win. Like there's just, there's nothing else that I want to be doing with my time. I'm involved with clients that I value that understand, you know, that value my, my input, my opinions, what I get to do, the work that I do for them. It's, you know, around an industry that I'm curious about that I want to learn that I want to grow that it's, you know, it's actually, 
I'm allow, you know, I'm allowing myself to like actually apply the information that I'm learning in the kind of a controlled environment. And also it's allowing me to like have control over my time, my locations. I'm building my wealth over the long term. So I have that kind of, you know, long-term time horizon, but I'm not allowing myself to think like, well, I am sacrificing like my work and my time and what I'm doing now for this long-term goal of building wealth. Like I don't think it, I don't think they need to be mutually exclusive. Like I am building my wealth over time, but I am also absolutely loving and enjoying my time that I'm spending now on my business. So every step of the way, like, I feel like I've already made it, you know, like I feel like, wow, I already get to, I already love what I do with all my time. Like, I don't know, even if I was a, you know, billionaire, quadrillionaire, trillionaire, and I had all the money in the world, like, I don't know what else I would do. I would still want to talk to you on a weekly basis. I'd still want to do marketing and funnels. I'd still want to post this stuff. Like, I'd still want to do all this stuff. So when you can get to that, like, essentially, that's what we're trying to get to. We're trying to get to like control over our time and like having freedom over our time to do what we want with it. And again, like it doesn't take as much money as you think it might. It just takes the right systems. It's not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say it's easy. Um, it is kind of complex, but the, once you have like the roadmap and the blueprint and you have, you know, a step-by-step sort of sequence to follow, then it just becomes like doing the work and taking action and really just like more than anything. And you know, this, like, this is not something that's like very sexy or totally fun for people to hear, but it really just comes down to being consistent. That's it. Like that's the most, the, the thing that I've, you know, that I've discovered the most of like getting anything out of yourself, whether it's, you know, wanting to get healthier, you need to eat better, you need to get, you know, in the gym more, you need to sleep more, whatever it is, it's just being consistent. Like it's those small little habits that compound over time that lead to big changes in your life. And it's the small increments of money that you are allocating on a monthly basis that lead to just this, you know, big, big amount of money. And when you understand the sequence and you understand the right allocation of it and the layers of assets and how it always protects itself, um, then it becomes just like a fun game to play. And you understand that like this, uh, this backend system is automated and I get to play like this, you know, the game on the front end of like, how can I just create more value for the marketplace to just create an insane, stupid amount of money coming in on a monthly basis and being allocated correctly. Like as I, as you make more money too, like the velocity of making changes or making decisions can speed up because now you just have more money on hand to do it. But I think like where, where I've struggled for sure is like, if you don't have the, like the foundation in place when that money shows up or that opportunity shows up, then like, you're going to fall flat on your face. Like if I wasn't uniquely prepared for that opportunity to move to Vegas, to live with my mentor and my partner and to build that business with him, like I would have never, I would, I don't know where I would be. I would be stuck, but I had years of preparing for that opportunity. Right. And I think, I think people like magically just think they're going to show up to a million dollars in their bank account or that like all of a sudden they're just going to have this massive amount of money show up. But like, if you don't know what to do with that money or it's not structured, it's not allocated, like that money soon leaves. It'll soon be gone. Like if you just don't have the ability to manage it properly, it's one thing to make it, but if you can't manage it, you can't allocate it, then like it's, it, it won't be there for a very long time. And that's again, what we want to prevent from most people. And, and again, I think this information is just, the basic kind of financial literacy that we should have been taught that just is lacking in, let's say like a traditional sort of education system. Like this is the info. This is what you need. This is the right philosophy around money. This is the right frameworks and guidelines and constraints to put on yourself when it comes to defining targets correctly and understanding it as like, a. I don't want to say it as like too abstract, but almost seeing it as like a moving target. Like when you really understand how money works, you don't, you don't get to like, a million dollars in an account and then you stop 
Like if you understand how money works and having it work for you, then that number is always increasing. It's always growing. Like you don't like have like $10 million and I win. Like if that 10 million is allocated and is compounding, like that's going to turn into, who knows what it's going to turn into a couple of years, but does that make sense? Like I'm not stopping of feeling like, okay, I have this defined amount of money that it needs to be in an account. No, no, no. Like this is allocated and growing always when you structure it correctly, like you're protecting it. It's again, like the whole idea behind all of this is just playing the game at a higher level. You were just playing the game better now. And again, as I've noticed, as my internal relationship has grown with money, then, you know, the, the active income side of things starts to grow. I feel exactly what you said, just more confident, more at peace, feeling just better about, about my decisions and what, and clarity and what I get to do. Cause again, like, I think that comes down to, you know, where people, again, I don't like to generalize and I don't like to pontificate, but having conviction in your decisions and trusting like yourself to make the right decision and understanding it, like it, it, it frees up so much of your mind and in life as I've found, so again, if I can empower you to make better decisions, be more intentional, not only with your money, but just in life, like all that stuff has an impact on itself. When you start to look at like assets versus liabilities and you define those correctly, you start to realize that like, all right, is this person an asset or a liability for my life? Is this client that I'm working with is like, am I spending money on expenses that are liabilities for myself? Like all that stuff. It's just this cleaning out like life in, in general, but obviously, you know, we're, we're doing that, you know, in the sense of talking about money and financial literacy and financial education. And again, what we're after is just, we want control over our time. That's essentially what we want at the end of the day. Yes. Like I don't want money just for the sake of money. And I don't want to hoard money for the sake of money. I want total freedom and control over my time so I can maximize this experience of life and what I feel like is the best way to approach it. And that only needs to make sense to me. It only needs to make sense to you. How we all define it is different, but we can follow a similar blueprint you know, the systems and allocations are there in place. And again, you know, just the, the idea behind all of this is just providing a resource and the best information I could possibly curate and distill down over the last five years. And I just, you know, here you go. This has taken me probably, oh boy, I don't know how many hours, how many mistakes. I don't know, even know how much money I've invested into coaches. It's, I don't even want to tally it up at this point. Cause it's, you know, probably absurd. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, this is, you know, it's, we'll, we'll, we'll also see like if, you know, people respond and like the market likes it, great. You know, we're continuing to, to scale it. If this needs to change or people want to see something different, you know, that's again, we're, we're our customer and, you know, results driven, centered and focused. That's really what we're after here. So I don't want to keep rambling. Jesse, do you have any uh, lasting thoughts, anything else that you would like to add to this very first episode here? Oh man. Uh, I he spoke to all the points really well. He got to the point of the intention of the part that the program and basically your, your whole story. And I want everyone to really see the, the, the guy really, the, who Noah really is. He's really a guy of truth and uh, conviction and he's never going to ever hold back. And he's only gonna help you make the best decisions for your life and help you move forward in, uh, in what you believe is the most important thing, so. Oh, man. I really appreciate you. I always will tell you. I really, really do. I appreciate you being on this first podcast with me. Again, I find it difficult just to like stare into a camera and just talk. So having you with me definitely helps. And again, super excited for the future podcasts and interviews that are going to come out of this. Um, I'm hoping to be as consistent as possible posting on a weekly basis. Um, obviously, you know, dealing with guests and schedules and all that stuff, but that's definitely what we're going to try to do. Um, I've never done this before, but please like 
and subscribe and tell your friends about it and follow us on all of the platforms where you can consume podcasts. I think I did that okay for my very first time. And I've listened to so many people. So hopefully I got that right. Um, but again, thank you all for listening. I appreciate your time, effort, energy, and attention as always. And um, go ahead and check out systemsofwealth.co. Please don't go to .com, uh, systemsofwealth.co. And um, yeah, again, thank you all for listening. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much.